Hi, and welcome to this Fortobytes episode. This is an expert interview where I'm joined by Stefan Hartman, the head of Trade Asia Europe at Forto. Stefan sat down with me to talk about his first impressions post Lunar New Year celebrations and also discuss the ongoing impact of the Red Sea shipping crisis on rates and the market overall. We also talked about the state of demand and shared some recommendations for shippers and cargo owners alike to manage uncertainty and give them a little bit of a preview of what the next few weeks could look like. So here goes my interview with Stefan. Hi, good morning, Stefan, and thank you for joining me for this expert interview. Today, we're going to be talking about a little bit the state of the market. We are in mid-February 2024, right after Chinese New Year. And it's a good time to check in and have a look at what's going on and, and what are the main trends. It's been a rocky start of the year, especially with the Red Sea shipping crisis. And uh, it's not what we would call a common uh, year or a, or a regular standard year. So that's why we're doing this uh, expert interview to get to get your insights as head of Trade Asia Europe as Porto. Good morning, Teresa, and, and thanks for for having on allowing me to give this uh, yeah comments and, and feedback and, and insights to to the current situation a little bit in the past and then also a lot of things going into the future. My pleasure. Uh, let's dive right in. What are some of your first impressions on the market post Lunar New Year? Um, I think if we go just a little bit back, yes, just you said, um, the situation around uh, Chinese New Year, Lunar New Year, uh, was surely um, a little bit disrupted around the Red Sea situation. Um, market has come down a little bit uh, after that and now directly after uh, after the lunar new year um, just two three years uh, two three days after the uh, celebrations finished now uh, we can say that there's a pretty slow pickup on volumes at the moment um, there's not too much demand yet and, and we see that a lot of uh, suppliers are only slowly starting productions again um, and the expectation is that we will see more activity beginning of the next week earliest. So we talked, we touched briefly about the Red Sea and how that has made this beginning of the year very extraordinary. Um, what is the outlook on the development of the Red Sea situation and how much is it impacting this low demand that we're seeing? Uh, or is the low demand related to something else? Um, I would not say that the demand is directly related to the Red Sea situation. Um, I think after everything has happened, mid of December, um, everybody was very quickly reminded about the ever given situation, the blockage of Azuis that we saw um, two, uh, two years back. And uh, yeah, was very much afraid of similar things happening again. Um, we can say that after the first shock, um, things have stabilized uh, more. There's more routine in there now. Um, Shipping lines have managed to organize um, um, the new routings, uh, partly putting uh, extra loaders in place to keep 
weekly departures ongoing. Um, so the impact yet uh, and the outlook is that expecting that it, first of all will remain for quite some time. Um, and then we need to see how things are developing from there. Um, but it does not have an impact itself on, on the demand. That's definitely something that comes separate. Okay. Um, a couple of questions to follow up on that. Do we then expect the Red Sea situation to continue impacting uh, the rate market? I mean, we saw some spikes on rates related to the situation. Do we expect those to maintain or do we expect those to evolve uh, in a different way? Um, for after the first shock and everybody expecting similar things to happen in regards to equipment, shortages um, also to see some port congestions uh, none of them has now materially uh, materialized actually after all that um, the six weeks that we are now into the year um, so from that point of view i think it's uh, more stabilizing there's not too much impact expected um, shipping lines have organized that pretty well still it's very fragile um, as they need, first of all, they probably need to speed up um, the, the vessels. Secondly, they need more vessels to run the services on weekly departures. Um, and if there is on a longer voyage, just a short interruption somewhere, uh, this can have an immediate impact on, on schedule reliability, on port congestions, etc. For the time being, um, everything seems to be running pretty well. Thank you. Um... Then I guess my next question is, are we seeing any significant differences in trends between transport modes? Or is what we're saying restricted primarily to sea freight, which was, you know, possibly the most affected transport mode by the Red Sea situation? Correct. Um, to you, sea freight, definitely the most impacted. Um, as there has not been too much of a rush on volumes prior to Chinese New uh, Year, the Lunar New Year, um, I would not say that there has been bigger impacts on the other transport modes. Surely they here and there benefited a little bit at the first moment where people try to prepare if something happens. Uh, yes, urgent cargo will definitely be flown or taking the sea air options or taking the rail options to avoid the 14 days longer transit time that we have um, that we all need to expect on, on the voyages um, but generally there's a, a more stabilized structure in there so um, it was not that the massive volumes have been shifted from one mode to the other for those listening to this expert interview and wondering, you know, from the cargo owner or shipper perspective, how they should be preparing for the upcoming weeks in uh, 2024, do we have any recommendations for procurement strategies in this very uncertain and volatile market? Um, not 100% clear recommendation that one size fits all. Um, surely, um, it depends a little bit on uh, your supply chain, the volumes that you're looking into, um, how much are you depending on a 100% working supply chain. So if you have huge volumes, um, I would still, even though the market situation is a little bit different, recommend to go for long-term agreements, to have secured space in place, um, to have fixed agreements here uh, that for the time being would surely be beneficial um, com uh, compared to the short-term market. Um, if we go 
throughout the year, longer term, the benefit will become smaller, probably most likely. Um, but here we definitely have to see uh, how the development is um, for for smaller volumes, where it's more like on on, on um, yeah lot basis where things are shipped, maybe smaller projects. Um, I would really recommend to follow the short term market to see what is available, what is best options. Um, also, as maybe not all alliances will be able to run all services on a weekly basis going forward. And in terms of recommendations or maybe strategic attention for different transport modes, is there anything that we can recommend or any opportunities in the market right now to consider diversification? Um, not not really. I mean, everything is still in place. We we have the um, the opportunity to see air, air and, and rail. Um, yes, they are faster and they were faster before, so they are as well faster now. So for very urgent matters uh, with deadlines and penalties behind, um, it may be considered um, to take that additional cost factor in uh, before having the or missing the deadline uh, to delivering the goods to to their customers at the end, um, but. There's nothing else to say so far. Thank you, Stefan. Maybe one last question. If there's one thing or one story that you believe people should take away from the current state of the market after our discussion, what should it be? Um, well, after the initial shock following the Red Sea attacks, uh, the situation has definitely stabilized. And uh, in regards to service offerings and routings and equipment, um, also in regards to uh, possible port congestions that, that were forecasted, um, we have seen that nothing of this has materialized um, and the situation remains pretty stable. Um, however, we need to consider that uh, with all the, the additional things that have to be organized, uh, um, everything is more tight than even before uh, and small, Interruptions can already have a big impact on situations. Um, so even if a stable service is running today, plus 10 to 14 days uh, more transit time, the small things could have a bigger impact here. Uh, and suddenly we have two, three vessels arriving at the port at the same time. And then we have isolated congestions, not across full areas, but maybe to, to one single uh, port of destination and or original. Um, going further into the next weeks and then maybe months, um, it all definitely strongly depends on uh, the evaluation of uh, or evaluation of the um, of the market of the demand um, capacity itself is most likely not the biggest issue. Um, still, um, we need to see how how after traditionally lower demand season after Chinese New Year, um, the whole market will pick up again. Um, only here we will really see. Uh, the next weeks to come how strong this is going to be so only only time will tell hopefully by then we will have the opportunity to have you again for another expert interview thank you so much for sharing your insights with us today and taking the time we hope everybody uh, on the other side of the screen found it valuable um i will see you next time stefan for another market update and until then thank you very much Thank you very much to Teresa for having this opportunity. That was our interview with Stefan. If you like what you heard, follow us or share this podcast with a friend. You can find Forto everywhere you find your usual podcasts. 
We really like having you here and would love to hear your feedback. So feel free to comment and share what you thought and what you'd like to hear about next. I am Teresa Fuente. I am head of product marketing at Forto and I have been your host today. I look forward to seeing you in the next Forto Bytes episode. And until then, bye.